So we're recording. Is that recording? We're ready to go. So, how did you end up here? This is Blank on Blank, where lost interviews come to life, distributed by the Public Radio Exchange, prx.org. I'm David Gerlach. We have more from Bono now, the frontman of U2, and it comes to us from an interview recorded back in 2001, just a few months after 9-11. Bono was speaking with Anthony Boza. Anthony was at Rolling Stone back then, and the magazine was looking back at this horrific year in America. At this point in the tape, we get to hear Bono talk about what it meant to him and the band playing his music before a fragile nation just weeks after that tragic September morning and how, to him, U2's music took on a whole new meaning for both the fans and the band. Here's the tape. I got a call from Ali, my wife, Mm -hmm. uh, the other day. She said uh, she was just wiping some videotapes at home or something. I was just trying to get rid of stuff, just cleaning up. And she came across a videotape of us playing on the MTV Awards a few years ago Mm -hmm. in in New York, um, a song, Please. Right. And... uh, she says it, it, she says she thought it was one of our worst performances she'd ever seen. She said, you have to now you have to you have to go back and listen to the song. I said why? She said look just go back and listen to it. And I put it on and I couldn't believe what I heard. You know it's I mean it's essentially about fundamentalism, political fundamentalism, mm-hmm. or religious fundamentalism. Which see religious fundamentalism is just where you get to shrink God. You know, you you remake God in your own image. Exactly. As opposed to the other way around. And it gave me a bit of fright. We're going to put it back into our show. You know what I did want to tell you? I've been writing, um, been interviewing families of Rolling Stone uh, readers who died in the World Trade Center. And I've had three of them now tell me that your music and your album is the only thing that's soothing them right now and the only thing they want to hear. I, I just can't tell you what that means to us. And... I, it, it really, it really does. I, I know. I, I mean, stuck in a moment, it's going up the pop charts as we speak, and it's, yeah. it's a song written about depression and somebody who didn't come out of one. But you know, it just seems it seems so right that it's on the radio now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's amazing. We make music. Yeah. You know, we make music because it matters to us, and when it matters to other people as much as it does, does, which is what's happened post-September 11th. People are holed up with their CD collections. And and the music, I think, is a lifeline for people. And our concerts uh, in Chicago were just extraordinary events. You know, before Ed just put his foot on the pedal, and then it's just going off. It really is going off. We feel incredibly proud and humbled to be on tour in in, uh, in the United States at this time. And proud in the sense that we put the tickets on sale after September the 11th. Right. That makes us feel good. That's you know? a statement. Yeah. Oh, that's a statement. You know, we like it here. We're coming here. F*** off. Yeah. And so you walk out on stage and everyone knows that. 
That's Bono on playing his music for America right after 9-11. Thanks again go out to Anthony Boza for writing his interview to the archive. Check out more of his work at anthonyboza.net. That's B-O-Z-Z-A, Boza. This interview is produced by Sean Wen and me. Our sound logo comes to us from Jeffrey Allen Jones. And you can hear more from Bono from this telephone call in 2001 at blankonblank.org. We have an amazing outtake. He talks about what it was like to be by his father's side in the final days and hours before he died. Please do check it out. Blank on Blank is distributed by the Public Radio Exchange, prx.org. That's all for now. I'm David Gerlach. Keep listening.